Wildwood Flower, that is Susie Boggess from her 2011 release, American Folk Songbook. Susie Boggess will be at the South Florida Folk Festival. She's the main performer for the Saturday night show, January 28th, and Susie Boggess is on the line. Hi, Susie. Hi there. How's it going? Great. Well, uh, it's so exciting having you down for the Folk Festival because I know you as a country star. So, <laughs> and, and you just did a, a Wildwood Flower from your folk album, so it's it's hard to pin you down. Yeah, it is. You know, I, I think, um, you know, there, there was a, we called it the great credibility scare in country music there for a while where <laughs> there was a lot of us who had uh, been influenced by different styles of music and I, you know I guess that you'd probably say that I started out as a folky and then um you know kind of got uh more interested in in uh, other aspects of music in other you know been, I've been influenced by lots of styles over the year just from you know making friends and uh, collaborating with other people so i i guess I, you know i'm still evolving how's that well you came along uh in the 90s when country music really came into its own it country music and pop music it was hard to tell the difference and you kind of rode that wave yeah yeah that was it was a lovely time you know i <laughs> i think about it you know so many of my peers from that time period i still you know, I still hang out with them. I still love to hear their mu- new music. I still, you know, they did, we just, uh, you know, there was a lot of us that were um, kind of troubadours, you know. A lot of us had started out in the, um, you know, the coffee houses and the little bars and things like that. And, and so, you know, we all had sort of that sensibility of, you know, we knew how to promote ourselves, you know, put up our own posters and put on a show, you know. <laughs> well, w- tell me about yourself, your musical background, where you're from. Well, I'm from Illinois originally, um, you know, the home of country music. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> um, I grew up in a, a little cornfield town outside of Moline, Illinois, um, and my dad was a, a machinist at International Harvester. So that kind of began my, um, my, I guess, my early years of learning about country music was yeah. the fact that my dad would carpool with these guys and they would listen to a lot of country music because it really sort of uh, told the stories of people like us in our little town. So, um, you know, that that part of um, country, I think, really does smack of folk in that, you know, in that their stories and their um, they relate a lot to um, people's real lives. When did you and why did you move to Nashville? Well, I, I actually I graduated college with a degree in art, and um, I had it in my head that I was going to drive around the country until I uh, found the perfect place to stop and start a, a jewelry studio because I, I make stuff out of silver and gold. And so I thought this is going to be the, the way that I get myself around so I can see the country. So I'll play music from town to town, which I did for about five years. And then one day I just sort of realized, hey, you know what, I'm actually already sort of doing life, so <laughs> maybe this is what I'm going to do. And uh, I figured out that I didn't have any health insurance, and I, you know, had been living on about $8,000 a year, just, you know, kind of hand to mouth and gas into the car and, you know, heading all over the place. And I thought, you know, I got to 
decide if I'm going to do this thing or not. So that's when I moved to Nashville. And I was a late bloomer. You know, I didn't even move to Nashville until I was 28 years old. So, uh, you know, when people say, oh, you have to get there when you're 11, it's really not true. So where did your big break come? Um, well, the, the, after I moved to Nashville, about a year, I, I was playing in a, a rib joint called Tony Roma's there and um about a year later i got a job at dollywood when they first opened the park um and so it was you know really the first season and uh while i was there some folks from capitol records actually came over and saw me play i'd I'd done a tape for the um to sell at the park and that got into the hands of some folks at capitol and they i mean you know just like a dream like you know you think oh a talent scout came and found me and you know it really actually happened that way but you have to assume that you dolly parton heard you she certainly did and she was really wonderful to me um you know when i was approached by capital i i made a, a meeting with her at her apartment there on the on the grounds and um she already had known jim fogelsong who's the person who signed me and just said, he's a real gentleman. He's going to take good care of you. And, yeah, I would jump at it. And, you know, kind of gave me some sisterly advice. And you know, it's about, you know, taking care of yourself and making sure you don't fall into any pitfalls. And she, she just uh, couldn't have been nicer. I'm speaking with Susie Boggess, who's going to be at the South Florida Folk Festival Saturday night, January 28th. So did you have any pitfalls? No, not really. Um, I think, you know, the only thing that ever happened for me was I did have some vocal problems um, during the, you know, the big arena days because, uh, you know, we were working so many days and a lot of times we did, you know, I have to get up at six o'clock and do radio and then, you know, jump on to the next city and, um, you know, we get on the bus and just sing and talk and, and uh, I just, I wasn't aware of, what was going on that I wasn't drinking enough water or that I wasn't uh, taking care of my stomach like I should have because when you're riding on a bumpy bus and uh, you got reflux, you're in trouble vocally. So that's the only, that's the only thing that ever uh, sort of was, uh, you know, scary for me was that I did go through a stint of um, being hoarse all the time. And I thought, Oh my gosh, have I ruined my voice, but it came right back as soon as I figured all that stuff out. It, it it can't be understated. I mean, unlike most folk artists that I deal with, you have some platinum and gold albums, and and you did very well. <laughs> yes, thank goodness. I mean, seriously, that that time period, um, in country radio and and such, you know, they got us out there to so many people, and and I also have to give credit to the Nashville Network because. At that time, because there were so many uh, younger artists that were sort of coming on the scene, you know, they call us the class of 89 sometimes, um, you know, we were, every couple of weeks, we were on one show or another on the national network, and people were tuning in because they were interested. There was um, a, a lot of variety in, you know, what was uh, being played on the radio because, We'd all been influenced and inspired by different uh, little, you know, I don't know if you want to say spices from different music. So everybody kind of had their own um, sound and their definitely their own uh, 
uh, take on these lyrical records, you know. Well, I'm going to play a song now from one of your first albums. Was was Aces your first album? Aces was not my first album. Um, it was actually my third album. Uh, it was the first one that really, um, you know, I guess, you know, caught on out there. I had um, I had some success with my first album, which was called Somewhere Between, but uh, Aces, you know, went platinum, and um, again, that was right at that time in the early '90s when everything was just kind of open. I'm gonna play. I, mean, I, oh, yeah. I put I put congas on on my uh, country record, so <laughs> I felt like uh, that was pretty risky. Wait, wait. So did the producer say, "What are you doing, Susie"? Kind of. Well, I actually was producing, so it, 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 I had a co-producer who was the head of my label, and uh, he was the kind of person who gave you just enough rope to hang yourself. So he, he allowed me to do whatever I wanted to do, and fortunately at the time the radio didn't close down on that. Well, I'm not going to play the original version from your album, Aces, that came out 25 years ago. I'm going to play... And a cut from your brand new album where you where you redid the album. Why did you redo the album? Um, well, you know, I because I'm on the road now in a much uh, more acoustic uh, way. You know, my my I have just a trio, and uh, I felt like when we were having younger fans or new fans come, they were seeing a show that was. Um, you know, kind of more of an intimate kind of acoustic show, more um, almost more folky. And then they had this huge production that they were taking home that was 25 years old. You know, and I, I just felt like in order to really, uh, you know, let people take home more of an experience that they just had, it made more sense for me to do it with the guys that I play with and, and you know, uh, supplement with other other members of my band that have, you know, been with me when I, when I play, when I, you know, sometimes I'll play with symphonies and stuff and I'll have a bigger band. But for the most part, we just do a, a you know, small, small combo. Well, let's listen to one of the songs from Susie Bogus's new album, Aces Redux, Redo. This is Aces. Redux. It, it kind of just means uh, re, uh, revisited or revitalized, you know. <laughs> so here is Outbound Plane. Somehow this doesn't feel the same But talk is cheap So we can talk all night long And we may never figure out Just where your love went wrong And I don't want to be standing here And I don't want to be talking here And I don't really care who's to blame Cause the love falls fly on its own free will It's gonna catch that outbound Outbound Plane, that's Susie Bogus from her latest release, Aces Redux. I have Susie Bogus on the line. She's going to be in South Florida headlining the South Florida Folk Festival Saturday night, January 28th. Susie, was that, was that a Tom Russell song? 
That is a Tom Russell, Nancy Griffith song. Um, and, you know, there's not any more folky folks out there mm-hmm. than those guys. So, um, you know, like I say, you know, people with, uh, like, different backgrounds and different influences, uh, that that was a, a big hit for me. And, you know, I think people really enjoyed the, you know, the complexity of the lyric and everything. But for me, I love a song that sounds really happy musically. But when you get into the, <laughs> the crux of the, uh, you know, what it's talking about, you find out that this is really not a happy song at all. You find out that it's, uh, you know, like sort of a, uh, you know, a, kind of a nasty breakup song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like that about it because you think, oh, this is so, oh, la, 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 you know, happy, happy little song. And then you think, you know, bye, see ya. Well, that the album was first released on uh, 25 years ago on Aces. How did you know of that song? I knew of it because I owned the record that Nancy recorded it on, and I covered it. Um, and the record that she put it on, I think, was maybe a year or two before that. Um, and it, it, it just, I really loved that song. It, I, I really wanted to cut that badly. How, how come it became a hit for you and not for Nancy? I don't. I'm not sure they released it as a single, for one thing. Um, and I, you know, again, you just the timing. You know, sometimes that happens with records. You know, it's like, you know, just might have um, maybe been a little too soon for for that style. You know, um, when she put it, when she would put it on her record. So I think that that really was like '88 or '89, something like that. Uh, well, speaking so, of which, Susie, I'm I'm very curious about the music business. You've had such success. <laughs> How hard is it to to achieve that success again? Oh gosh, uh, I wouldn't say it's easy. You know, it's uh, you know, it's not an easy thing because a lot of things have changed um, in the the way that we listen to music and we buy music uh, from that time period. Is, know, is there I, pressure on you to try to achieve that success again? No, not really. I mean, for me, it really is more about just making sure that I am, you know, able to continue doing what I love to do, which is travel around the country and different other countries and and, uh, and keep a, an audience that is excited to see me and, you know, uh, ready to participate. That's one of the things that's really great about having a small unit you know just we kind of, we call it guerrilla touring but you know we just hop on a plane you know to the uk and play in scotland and england and ireland and you know we play spain and italy and you know there's only four of us traveling how do you handle how do you handle uh well i'm reading your bios it, it says you took uh, some time off to raise a family you still have yeah. that family obviously how do you do how do you handle your children while you're touring well, I don't have anything, anyone at home. Um, I actually only have one son, and he's a senior in college now. Oh, so, you're kidding. They're all grown up yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, so now I can, um, you know, really get back on the road. And, you know, as I jokingly, you know, say, I've got a kid in college, so I have to work more. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but um, it's really kind of cool because now my husband can travel with me as well. And, and um it wasn't that I wasn't working or recording. I still recorded and, and um, did, you know, maybe 40 to 45 dates a year um, 
while I was raising my son. But when he got to be about 15, he was kind of like, hey, Mom, it's okay if you go back on the road. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Susie Boggess is going to be playing in South Florida at the South Florida Folk Festival. So do you miss playing the big uh, arenas? No, I don't. Um, You know, I'm certainly grateful for all that experience and for all the folks I got in front of. But I never really did fit in there. It was a really hard thing for me. And there was sort of a disconnect for me. And and I tried everything I did. We put great big giant 12-inch microphones out into the audience so that I could hear questions and, you know, respond to people out there. Um, But I never got that feeling that I had when I could stay after the show and talk to people. And they would turn me on the new music to listen to and new songs. And I I really missed the community part of it. I mean, you know, there was plenty of community backstage with lots of friends and musicians. And, you know, I still keep in touch and and even play music with a lot of my peers from that time period. But I just prefer the small theaters and the festivals can be that way too, you know, because you can talk backstage, but you can also hang around after the show and sign and talk to people. And that that part of it, I, I kind of missed that community. Have you been to many folk festivals? Not a ton. Um, I mean, I went to them a lot when I before I moved to Nashville. You know, it was a place for me to get my feet wet, and I played at the campfires and in circles. But, um, you know, I've been to Kerrville a few times. I played the Philadelphia Folk Fest, and you know, we do a lot of more like bluegrassy festivals. There's one in the Delaware Valley one that we've been back and back to and quite a few in Canada as well. Um, but, you know, more of the, the festivals that are kind of eclectic where you might have Sam Bush and Suzanne Vega and, you know, people all, you know, all kind of mixed together, you know. I have one last question for you, Susie. Sure. You say the music industry is changing. It has quite a bit. So mm-hmm. how do you survive? What, what's, what's the main difference, and, and how's, how are you surviving in the music industry? Really, um, it's the road. I mean, it, and it, there's a blessing I have, is that, you know, I traveled around in a camper for five years before I moved to Nashville. So it's very, uh, it's like going home for me to, to travel in a smaller situation in a combo and and do uh, shows like I'm doing I I think it probably is harder for those artists that really never had those humble beginnings you know I, I, I imagine that it's hard for somebody that who went straight from singing demos in the studio to having three buses or whatever and and trying to figure out how do you scale back from that but um, I think those of us who are still out there really pounding the pavement and stuff, most of us really had some starter things where we actually walked in and booked ourselves and then made the posters, put up the posters. And uh, in my case, I used to go down to like the, the town square and just play songs and tell people, hey, I'm going to play tonight down at Grumpy's Bar or whatever. And, you know, when, when you have had that in your background. It doesn't feel strange to have to do it again. Susie Boggess will be at the South Florida Folk Festival Saturday night, uh, January 28th. It sounds like you're a perfect fit for folk music. 
I am a perfect fit. We're going to have a lot of fun. I I have some of the most amazing musicians with me, and uh, if there if there's nothing else that you take away from it, you will see three people that can make a lot of music. Susie Boggess, I'm going to end with one more song uh, again from your album Aces Redux. Tell me about Save Yourself. Oh, this is the best Nielsen Chapman song. Uh, one that I I love. Like I say, anytime I love a sassy story, you know, we're, uh, this is another <laughs> sort of a breakup song or basically, uh, you know, I can't take care of you anymore. You have to take care of yourself. And uh, I, you know, Beth Nelson Chapman's one of my favorite writers in the whole wide world anyway, but she's also a good friend of mine. And th- this one actually has, you know, a little bit of a jazzy feel to it. You know, it's got that the little bit of bouncy jazzy R&B kind of undertone, and I, I love that about it. Susie Boggess, thank you so much for taking time to talking to us. Thank you so much. I had a wonderful time chatting with you, Michael. You're gonna have- 